Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Dungeon Nights. Hope you all are having a wonderful evening, because it's about to get interesting. Last week, our group entered the Wave Echo Cave, actually continued on through the Wave Echo Cave, and found their way to a dwarven temple. They defeated ghouls, they defeated zombies, they had to face a flaming skull twice, and have now found themselves in a situation where they're in, again, an ancient dwarven temple, 20-foot high ceilings, pillars that go from floor to ceiling, a statue of a dwarf at one end, doors at the other, guarded by a bugbear. At the foot of the statue are two bugbears flanking a drow with the staff of a spider holding a dwarf in front of him. And this is where we pick up. Are you guys ready? Sure. Let's go. Let's do it. I don't know if I'm ready, but... <laughs> I guess I have to be. Welcome. Welcome to the Wave Echo Cave. I'm so happy you've been able to make it here and join us. I'd say that the pleasure is all mine, but I don't think it's a pleasure. Oh, come now. Haven't we been having fun this whole time? I've been most curious about you all. How such a group of diverse individuals could come together and cause such a stir in my plans to take over this cave. Very curious about all of you. As he does that, he looks around, and this is the black spider talking. First time that you've heard his voice without a megaphone present. And he's looking, almost like he's studying your faces, your items, everything about you, with a most inquisitive look on his face. you need to know about us is that we're here to put it into your shenanigans shenanigans what are shenanigans I don't know I heard someone say it in a tavern interesting I'll have to make a note of that for when I'm next in a tavern why have you come <clears throat> mainly we came here to save the dwarf that's you know right in front of you um, oh, this dwarf. Yes. Oh, he's perfectly fine and healthy, as you can see. And mm -hmm. you look down, the dwarf is kind of hanging and just kind of swaying from side to side in kind of a, a weird state. Perfectly healthy, I assure you. Could, should we just have him back and go? I mean, if you would.
would leave, I would gladly give him to you. I mean, you could just return to the Underdark, where you belong. Oh, I see. One of the above dwellers is with you. It's the Underdark's we nice were... place of a friend there. The Underdark is a cruel and wonderful place. Loth definitely takes care of her followers well, but our time has come to return to the sun, not to be relegated to the dark. Nah, you can go back to your hole. Oh, come now. Isn't there enough room above for all of us? No. Doesn't the sun bother Drow? Only yep. because we've spent so much time underground. In time, we will adjust. So we can take Nundro and leave? Oh, is that his name? Are you sure? Probably. If you agree to leave, I will give him to you. I want to roll insight on him. Okay. What are you trying to get insight for? I will assist. Uh, is he completely full of crap? Okay, so you want to see if he's lying in him saying he will give you this dwarf and there will be no beef as long as you leave? Yeah. Okay. I'm offering assistance with that insight roll. Uh, I don't think you can assist with insight. No, I'm not going to let you assist on this one. Because I and I rolled a seven, so you you perceive no that idea. he's telling you the truth. He seems he seems to be genuine in the way that he's communicating with you. Uh, can I also make a um, an insight check on Nundro? I'm assuming that's Nundro to see if I can figure out what kind of state he's in. Sure. That's much better. I got a 22. Okay. So from where you're standing, you can see that this dwarf, who you assume to be Nundro, because what other dwarfs are expected to be in this cave, uh, seems to have adventuring gear on, and head seems to be kind of slightly hanging towards the ground, and as they sway back and forth, they appear to be in some type of a... Kind of a, I want to say canatonic. That's not the right word. It's it's more of a, um, like a slightly sedated state. But you can't see any markings on him of of any abuse or anything. His clothes seem fine. His face and everything seems to be a hundred percent healthy. Okay. Lave takes a step forward. So you you give us him. We go. And we're good. As long as you promise not to interfere anymore with my workings in the cave. Absolutely. I don't think that's going to work out because our employer has laid claim to this cave. Is it really right for anyone to lay claim to the cave? I'm merely here to study its wonders and discover more about its inherent magic, which you no doubt have 
encountered on your way to the temple. I've stationed yeah. many guards in between here to keep various undead if, things away. If you were here to just study the cave, then you wouldn't have tried to interfere with us coming in. Also, which you very much did. There also was a. a so I'm just, dwarf. I'm just curious there. Uh, why? Why try to stop us? If you're just here to study it, then you shouldn't have any issue with anybody else being here, right? Particularly, people in town and others are not too kind to people of my race. It felt That's appropriate what happens to happens when you start by killing I mean, them. Yeah, don't you think that, like, maybe if you. Listen, I. Your, your people recruited, have a penchant for raiding the surface. I so... recruited a number of goblins sympathetic to my cause to try and secure the area around the cave so that I would not be interrupted. And orcs showed up. They had to be dealt with. And apparently, your aiding in their efforts has now led you here. So, if we want to talk about interfering in one's plans and effectively. Ah, causing harm, I have just as much grievance with you attacking those that were under my employ as you do with mine. Oh, like the red brands that were harassing a town and holding them under hostage, right? Oh. No, you're you're at fault here, sir. You just need to take ownership of it and leave. I will certainly take ownership of all that is my doing. I did recruit one rather lonely and undervalued wizard and gave him a chance to be something more. It was on him to how he delegated the events going on in that town. I take no interest. I just wanted to ensure that we would not be bothered and that no one would find this cave. There were this individual and his siblings that were making very concerted efforts to find this place, and I merely wanted to have that stopped. So here, here again is you interfering with other people. Like, you're, you're not being fair with your own words. Oh, I'm being more than fair. So I think, I think the, deal, the deal will be that either uh, you can leave or we're going to make you leave in one way or another. Or, or we could just take Nundrope and leave. Yeah, we're beyond that point. Lightlife just kind of puts his hands up in a shrug while looking at the spider. What's the spider wearing? So he's wearing kind of black mages robes with kind of black leather kind of pauldrons very thin looks like light armor almost kind of wrapping around his shoulders and around his midsection uh, again it has what you can see is, is looks like a very light um, almost a braided material or woven maybe a heavy woven kind of shirt go down and covering his arms uh, and just again, dark slacks and fairly regular looking boots, but you do clearly see a very ornate looking staff in his right hand that has a very large black spider 
adorned at the top of it. Is there um, anybody else in this room besides the besides him and Nundro? So you there are there are a bugbear a piece flanking him, so one to his right and his left, and there is also a bugbear at the opposite end of the. Oh, pardon me. There's a bugbear at the opposite end of the hall that is kind of guarding the door. Okay. Look, uh, Mr. Spider person, we... Please call me Neznar. Neznar. Uh, I don't know how important your name is going to be in a little bit here, but um, we've gone through most of the minions that you've sent to try and stop us on our progress. We've undone your machinations in the town of Thandelver. We've released some of the people that you have terrorized in Neverwinter. Your support and power is crumbling under you and your last ditch effort is to try and make a final stand here in this cave. You're about as screwed as a person can be and your mincing words and trying to tell us that we're the problem. The amount of pain and hurt that you've caused in this region would have immediately resulted in your death had any authorities caught you. But now we're here. And you can either give us Nundro and go back to the dark pit which spawned you or we'll send you there presently. He, I'm going to make an intimidate check. Yeah, give me an intimidation check. Son of a bitch. Well, I was <laughs> say, could I assist him in that with nope. my largeness? But nope. no. <laughs> no. I rolled a two, so that's a nine. Nesnar leans back slightly, takes a deep breath. Closes his eyes. And when he opens them again, the expression on his face brings new intensity. What do you know of pain? What do you know of suffering? Suffering I've caused? Think of all the suffering, the the highborn, the wood elves. I see your pointy tips. You're one of them too. Have caused the drow, forcing us into the underdark, keeping us from your precious sunlight. Only to tell me that we've done something wrong, being driven from our homes into caves, dealing with horrible, unspeakable monsters. Without Loth's help, we would have died out as a people. A true genocide committed by all you in the light, and I'm the one 
that has caused pain. I'm the one that has caused suffering. If anything, I'm coming to reclaim our place in the light. And whether that is peaceful or not, this is certainly not my last stand. Your words are meaningless. The drow turned their backs on the light long before they were banished in the darkness. You do serve an evil queen, God. Yes. So... Evil. Is there really good and evil, or is there only intent? There is intent to rule, an intent to make others subservient, while we share no intent of making the rest of the world subservient. You are constantly keeping exactly others down. Do. Loth was Your banished actions. from her kingdom, and so were we. Your actions speak a lot louder than your words. My actions are to reclaim magic once lost to this kingdom and to use it to help my people. From this cave that has been claimed rightfully by Gundren and his brothers, whom you have already slain one of and now hold another in your spell, I don't want to hear any more of your drivel. You want give this us back Gundren, so or give us back Nundro and return to your hole, or we will send you there now. You have three seconds. I'll take a step forward as he says that and pull my axe. I'm just gonna ready my bow and aim at him. This one so badly, and he raises his hand over the dwarf's head and motions towards you. And he starts walking towards you. Leif goes up to to meet him to like make sure he's okay. Alright, so you would meet him kind of in the halfway point. And as you get to him, he kind of is released from this spell and looks up. <gasps> what's, what's happening? What's happening? Where am I? Where am I? And he looks at you, Leif, super confused. Hey, Thunderup, you've been under a spell. We need to get you out of here. We need to see your brother, Gundren. Let's go. Gundren. He tries to, like, shuffle him. Where is he? Take me to him. Yep, that's Who where we're going. Who are all these people? This is the, the friendly drow man who let you go, who also put you under the spell. But we should go. Apparently you guys can't work together in this cave, so... And you walk back to the rest of the party. Take and him the... and leave this place and leave me to my research. I don't think you heard me. I don't think you heard me. You come oh, I in heard here... You thinking I've that you can you make demands. I've heard you lies and drivel going on and on about how you mean nothing but you want to do your research. That's total horse crap. Get out of here or we're fighting right now. Leif kind of pushes uh, Nundro a little bit closer to like Asteria. To back. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, kind of like looks at Nesnar and then at Ashin and Bamir. Can't? Can't? 
the Nesnar and the dwarves work together in the cave? Maybe? Ashin's just gonna give Leif a look. Look, I don't have this hatred and of it's proud. Not the hatred of And it's not the polite look. I, I don't understand or have this hatred of drow, so... They can't even work together peacefully. You're not a student of history, I'm guessing. I don't just know that much about drow. Uh, basically, our crash course. My people, his people, war forever. That, that sounds kind of counterproductive. The mark on your arm, Ashim, starts to glow. And you can feel the heat resonating through your bracers. You don't feel more than that, but you feel that. As your emotions rise, so does the mark. I'm just going to look back at Neznar. So, there's no other options here. Either you leave, or you die. You have what you came for. We're done talking. Leave. And then you let him go. I should, no. I, I raise, I'm <laughs> raising my bow, Why would and I'm, aim, I'm aiming at Neznar. No, no, no. He, he left Nundro go. We can go. You're we were sent to, to reclaim bring, the cave. We're supposed to bring him That's back. That's what we'll do. And, you know, bring him to justice and clear out the cave. Did you forget about that? Or I mean, he seemed to be kind of nice. Huh? I mean, he's been, he let Nundro go. Maybe they could work together in the cave. After he killed his brother? Did he yeah, kill his brother? Do you not, not remember the spiders that ambushed us in the York camp? True, but they were just trying to capture Gundren. The I Red Brands. Okay. Yeah, the Are Red Brands right, are bad. Our employer. Yeah, the Red Brands said... are bad. The spider <laughs> is bad. Like, we've been after these, this guy for but how long say, now? This is that Yarno guy. This was is the this... one who had control over that, not him. As you're talking who do you back think and was forth. Influencing him? No, it's, it's time to fight. As you're talking back and forth amongst each other. You feel energy flow into the room. Oh no. And then Nesnar disappears. Oh no. And Bamir, it's your turn. <laughs> um, can I roll perception to see if I can hear him move? Or did I hear him move? Sure. I got a 20. You heard the casting of the spell. And then you heard some footsteps but from the kind of um, kind of the the upper left 
portion of the room. So not from Neznar. Could be from Neznar. Okay. But that's where you heard footsteps from. Um, I am going to cast uh, Fairy Fire. Um, I'm going to cast it in the 20-foot cube that includes the top left corner of the room where I heard the footsteps. Okay. So, anybody in that area uh, must make a dexterity saving throw. The DC is 14. Okay. 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 And anything or anyone that fails, um, uh, affords advantage to anybody that uh, attacks it. Right? Huh? Yeah. Anybody that attacks it, correct? Yes, and the affected creature or object can't benefit from being invisible. Okay. If they fail, correct? Yes. Okay. So... You cast Fairy Fire to the corner of the room, and as you do so, the bugbear in that square illuminates and starts radiating color around its body. And you see up high in the upper left-hand corner of the room the outline of a spider's legs shimmering with light that was previously hidden from view. But that's it. Oh, good. Do you, you have any other actions to take? I do not. Okay. Actually, that's... I'll move. I'll move up behind the pillar that's next to. Actually, I'll move back behind the pillar that's behind, or you know, between. Yeah. The the one that's kind of to the south. Yeah. Okay. As you do, you hear a chittering above you. Oh, good. There's more. There's there's more spiders than that one, guys. And you look up above you to see a giant spider hanging off of the ceiling and it goes to shoot a web at you that is a 20 to hit yep so 
So you are now restrained. Oof. And that is its turn. Godorak, you're up. I'm going to rush forward to one of the... By the bugbear, or... One of the enemies that were bordering where the spider was and attempt to hit him with a great axe. Okay. Actually, can I get in between, almost in between them to where I can reach both of them? You absolutely can. You have that much movement. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Um, and I'll swing at the right one first. That'll be a 18 to hit. That'll hit. And 17 damage. Okay. Um, and then I'll take an extra attack and swing at him again. If he hasn't went down, that will be a nat 20. I will take that. Let's go! So damage. Uh... Thirty-one damage. As you rush the bugbears, you take your axe and slash through its stomach, switch hands on your way back through, and cleave its head straight off. And that bugbear is dead. I will then target the next one with another attack. Uh, 17 to hit that will hit that means 22 damage and following through after you cut the head clean off that bugbear you take your axe and continue swinging and have it straight into the chest of the second bugbear and pull it out causing blood to just start streaming down its chest and it's and he's still standing but he's looking rough and I shall take another attack what how much damage is that first one uh, 22. 22, that's right. Okay, thank you. And that is... Uh, 18 to hit, so... That'll hit. That'll be... 22 more damage. And as you pull that axe back, you come up, swing straight into the chest again, forming an X, and... F- as he was growling back at you and he stops mid-growl and falls down dead. And that will be my turn. Ashim. I'm going to turn around and look up at the spider that has uh, Bimir um, restrained 
and I'm going to use my bonus action to cast Hunter's Mark, and I'm going to then attack it. And that's a... 24 to hit. That'll hit. That's 17 damage. And then I'm going to use my Gloomstalker ability to fire again. That's 27 to hit. That'll hit. That's 24 damage. As you see the spider web, Bamir, you turn, aim high, two arrows, and the spider releases and falls right next to Bamir. Dead. Um, that last bugbear is he alive or dead? Oh, he's dead. Or the, the one by so the, the door. The, the, no, the, the two. Door. The two by Godoric. They're, they're dead. dead oh, right? they're dead. Yeah, they're both dead. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna look at the bugbear by the door, and I'm going to uh, fire at him. Okay. That's a twenty-six to hit. Oh, that'll hit. For twelve damage. Takes the arrow straight in the shoulder, breaks it off. And then <sighs> I'm gonna move to the square to the left of where I'm at. So basically, the middle of the room. Yep. And that'll okay. be my turn. All right. Let's see. As you move to the center of the room, another spider makes itself known. And attempts to hit you with a web. That is a 15 to hit. I have a 15 for my armor class. As it spews its web towards you, you are now restrained in the center of the room. And another spider makes itself present on the opposite side of the room and attempts to target Leif. That is a 24 to hit. What's the range on that, that spider shoot? 30 to 60. Now how big are the squares? 10 feet. 10 feet. It's 30 feet. Yep. Make it. Leif, is that hit? Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's over 20. 20 to 24. I, listen. <laughs> 
see Webb shoot across the room and cover your feet and lower torso and web sticking you in place and you are also restrained. Good thing you have a sword. <clears throat> and Leif, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm just double-checking the restraint thing. Okay, so I can still attack. You can still attack. You're just... Do I have to, do I have to make a saving throw? Uh, you need to make a DC 12 strength check. If you okay. do, then you break out of the restraint. Got it. Do I make that at the end of my turn? No. That's an action. It's action. an action. Oh. Okay. Um, I'll just do that then. And... I got a 12. That's the DC. Got a thir- I got a 13 minus a 1. As you get webbed, you're looking down at your feet. You strain against the webs. And you're able to free yourself as they fall to the floor. And you have now restored your movement. Okay. Um, Life literally just... get how, how wide is the hallway? How tall is it behind you? What do you mean? The, the hallway behind us. So the hallway leading into the room is only 10 feet high. Okay. The actual feet, the actual height of the temple itself is 20 feet high. Okay. And it's like 10 feet wide as well? Yes. Okay. Um, Leif just backs up, basically putting himself between Nundro and any danger. Okay. So you're going to kind of put yourself in the area next to Asteria and Droop? Yep. Okay. Another spider makes itself known and attempts to hit Asteria, but is going to miss. You see webbing fly right next to your feet, Asteria. And it's your turn. Uh, As my bonus action, she's going to wild shape into bear form. Murder bear. Murder bear. And she's going to attempt to murder the spider that missed. So that spider's still 20 feet up in the air. What's the... There's a bugbear by the door. There's a bugbear by the door. Isn't there still a spider on the other side of us? That one doesn't have a skull on it. There are... They're up in... They're, like, up on the ceiling or whatever. Okay. Well, then she'll go and attack the bugbear by the door. Taking range. Sure. just write this down on my sheet like never 17 hit okay that'll hit she's gonna multi and then she's gonna multi attack nice let's go gonna roll to hit both I know And the second one is 16. That'll hit. 
Exactly. Okay. The bite is 11, and the claw attack is 12. As you charge this bugbear in big green dire bear form, you see the terror on his face. <gasps> right as you bite into his neck and dig your claws deep into his side, raising him into the air and pummeling him onto the ground. And as you release your jaws, blood spews forth from the bite mark and he doesn't move because he's dead. She murder bear. Murder Guard bear. the door, murder bear. Murder. Nobody hey. leaves. That's actually a great strategy. So you'll, I'll just say you can use your remaining movement to position yourself <coughs> in front of the door. Okay. Perfect. As Leif, you back yourself up to the door, you hear something behind you. You hear the sound of shifting and changing, and you being a changeling know this sound well because it's the sound that you make when your form shifts. And as you peek over your shoulder, you see the form of a doppelganger. And he goes to attack you. And just to clarify, there's there's no longer a Nundro there, is there? There is no longer a Nundro there. Yeah. Yeah. And that is a... That is a 23 to hit, which I'm assuming hits. <laughs> and then a 10 to hit. Okay, yep. So we're 34. Hmm? Did you, did you say it's 34 to hit? No, I said 24 to hit the first time, and then I said a 10 to hit the second time. Okay, so the first one hits. Okay. It's a melee attack, right? It is a melee attack. A melee Ooh. attack. And as you are caught off guard, you get hit in the ribs with one of its hands for nine damage. And the second attack coming from its other hand, you manage to just get out of the way of. Okay. Um, the doppelganger also takes five cold damage from armor of Agathus. Ooh. Very nice. Okay. Got it. At that moment, you hear from the corner of Godorak as another spider appears. 
And with a... That'd be a 14 to hit. It hits. Spews you with web, restraining you in place. Droop. Seeing this dwarf transform into a weird creature and hitting Leif rolls a natural 20. Mm. <laughs> oh, Drew! rolls a natural 20. <laughs> Let's go. Oh my god. Oh. The, paladin time, the paladin comes out. <laughs> oh my god. If only. Yeah, right. If only. Radiant rays of light and fuse. <laughs> and he rolls max damage. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. And he takes his stick. <laughs> no, he's a friend. And just clocks this doppelganger straight where the junk would be. And the doppelganger. kind of doubles in on itself as it takes 14 points of damage from his staff. Let's go, Drew. <laughs> Let's go, baby. <laughs> That's my buddy. Oh. Yep, Droop is our goblin tag-along. <laughs> He's our mascot, actually. Yeah. Well done, Body Droop. trained him. Well done. The as paladin you... that doesn't know he's a paladin yet. <laughs> as chaos ensues throughout the room. Godorak, you see a light begin to form. You see a light begin to form in the corner, kind of catty corner from you to the left. And as you turn to look, you see that it forms three orbs midair. And they all seem to take shape of pointed objects that fly towards you. Is it 18 to hit? Yeah, it's... 10 to hit. 10 to hit? Yep. Does not hit. And then a 22 to hit. That hurts. <laughs> you... Take... Nope. 
Twitter accused all of his rages to me. Mm. Yes, he did. Thanks. You will take. I'll be fine. These lights. One flies by your head, the other one fly into your chest. You take six force damage. Yep. Magic missiles. Magic missile. Bamir, it's your turn. Um, Bamir is going to try again. So if the spider's dead, is he still restrained, or is he released from that restraint because the spider died? The web is its own entity. Okay. Um, Bamir is going... You said that the lights came from the space around... Like where I cast Fairy Fire last time. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna cast the same thing there again. Okay. Uh, so he's uh, got to make a dexterity save again, DC 14. That is a. It's a dex. Yep. Rolls a 15. Damn. Um. Oh wait, hold on. Can I use that? Guys, is the D and D Beyond extension up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure because it's not on my stream preview. Doesn't Bamir still have inspiration? Doesn't help with this. That doesn't help with the saving. No, it doesn't. That's right. Uh, I was looking to see if I could use cutting words to knock that down, but I can't use it on saves. Oh. Okay. Um, well, everything else in that area gets it again, but I don't think there's anything else that. The well, I guess the spider redoubles. The spider would with have light. to make the. Huh? It redoubles with light. Did it fail to save too? Yeah, I mean, you got a 16, but I mean, it's still lit up. It's not like you. Uh, it is. It's concentration, so it doesn't stay lit up. Oh. Okay. Cast it again. So that spider, I guess, is no longer glowing. I didn't realize that it was concentration. Yep. But you can see the spider from where it was. It just doesn't get advantage on attacks like it did previously. Is that your turn, Bermuda? You got anything else? Um, Well, I can't really move because I'm still restrained. Mm -hmm. Um... I guess that's it. Okay. Godorek, you continue to kind of see things move in your area as the spider that was in the top left corner moves your direction, crawling on the ceiling and slowly lowering its way down to you by its thread and will go to bite you. That is a 16 to hit. That hits. You need to make a constitution save for me. 17. That makes it. So you take... 
I'm doing actual rolls because I think that's only fair at this point. Uh, five piercing damage. Yeah. And an additional... Four poison damage. Right. And now this spider is hanging above you. And it's your turn. Um, I'm gonna swing at it with my great axe. And that will be a... 18 to hit. That'll hit. And... Uh, 24 damage. As this thing bites you, you take your axe, still restrained, and... <sighs> hurl it above your head. Hitting this thing... right on the top of its head causing a massive incision that starts pouring green blood all over your body but it's not extra attack yet. I'm swinging again uh 19 and that is you're rolling with disadvantage right I am not you're restrained because you are restrained I, yes you should be rolling with disadvantage we'll roll that with disadvantage yeah Reroll the first one. We can call the 19 the second roll on the first one. That's yeah, fine. Just roll twice more. Yep. Yeah, we'll give you the first attack. Just roll with disadvantage on the second one. Uh, 14 with disadvantage. That is exactly the creature's AC. Go for it. Okay. Uh, and that will be 15 damage. As you once again restrain trying to hack again by hitting over your head behind your head once again hitting this thing in its head drive deeper into its skull cracking it open and causing it to die it loses its grip on its wed and falls on top of you and behind you luckily not dealing you any more damage but providing an impact oh. nonetheless. Yeah. And it's now um, dead on the floor behind you. Uh, I will... You have an extra attack now, right? Yes, actually, so I have two. <laughs> you have two? Since I killed it, I can attack again, and then I can use extra attack. So you're... How many attacks do you have total now? Three? Anytime I take an attack action on my turn, I can use an extra attack. And anytime I kill something, I can use another attack. So two attacks plus any extra he gets from killing something. Right. So you took two attacks and killed something, so now you get one extra attack. And if he kills Maybe something I with that, that one, role. if he kills something with that one, he'd get another one. It's a change. Yeah, it's a, any it anytime chain. I use I, okay. an attack action, I can attack again. So since this is a new attack, 
I should don't I get another uh, no. extra attack with that? No, you get an oh. extra attack. Not okay, that's fine. Attack. So you, right. you only get the extra. It doesn't call it an action. That's why I was. You, so each, each so you you have two attacks, right? So you have two attacks, and you are able to use hits. So like the first time, again, we'll we'll ignore the the bugbears because that was just cool as shit. But the you basically when you get an action and you swing, that's your action, right? Then you take the second action and you killed it. So now you get a bonus action to attack again. Yes, and then if I roll in that twenty, I can attack again as well. So it, it chains thirty five yes. different ways. Sure. But but yeah. But yes. So okay. so you're you can take one extra attack right now. You're still restrained. You can choose to attack the webs that yes. are restraining you, or you can attack another creature with a ranged attack. Yeah. I think I have the... You should free yourself from restraint. That yeah, that's kinda what I'm thinking. Uh Yeah, I'll attack the webs on me uh, with a a 14 to hit. That'll hit. And for damage. Six damage. That is just... I'm sorry, nine damage. I was going to say, that is almost just (laughs) enough to break the web. So as as you see this spider drop behind you, you look down at your lower half and begin to hack away with your axe at the webs until you are freed. And then that is your turn. Ashin. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action to move my Hunter's Mark to the Doppelganger. Okay. And I'm going to attack him. And that is a 17 to hit. That's at disadvantage. Uh... That'll hit. That's 17 damage. Okay. And that's uh, second. My extra attack is Mm -hmm. 18 to hit. That'll hit. And that's for 13 damage. As you... As you turn, you bring two arrows both right into the chest of the doppelganger. It staggers and brings itself back to composure. (sighs) It's breathing very heavy, and black blood is dripping from each of the arrow marks. Okay. Is that the rest? Is that all you have on your turn? Yeah, I don't think I can do anything else. Okay. You hear the sound of spiders moving above you. And you look up to see that one of the spiders has positioned itself over your head and begins to lower itself 
onto your position. And rolls a natural 20 to bite you. Miss. If only. That is going to be... piercing damage and you need to give me a constitution save how much piercing damage 10 15 sorry oh the, the roll 15 alright so mm -hmm. then you're going to take an additional eight poison damage, making the save. Then Asteria, as you look up, you'll see that a spider has also maneuvered over top of Murder Bear. And that is a 17 to hit. Yes. And you are going to take five piercing damage and then I need you to make a constitution save. Thirteen. That makes And you're going to take two poison damage. So I take seven. Seven total damage, correct. Okay. Leif, it is your turn. Uh, Leif looks at the uh, doppelganger in front of him and says, Sorry, friend, and casts Hex as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. And then casts Ray of Frost. Four, twenty-six to hit. That'll hit. Okay, and and takes twelve uh, frost damage, and then five necrotic attacks. As you cast Ray of Frost. You see, before it even reaches his body, his body start to sink in on itself from the necrotic damage, his form almost disintegrating before your eyes as the frost hits it, 
and freezes that state in place. His entire body turns into one sheet of ice. And you see it crack. And he's frozen in place, dead. Uh, basically just stays where he's at. Are you restrained or no? No. I, br- I used my action. That's right. You broke through that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go to Rook. Once again, you hear the sound of a spider moving towards you. And this time, it jumps to the ground next to you and goes to bite you. A natural one. As it reaches out to get you with its mandibles, you're able to just move away, now being unrestrained. And it hisses at you. Murder bear. Shooting insect. Uh, that spider within range for me to attack? Mm-hmm. Okay. It bit you. Oh, yeah. It's right above we your head. We'll do that. I'll do the multi-attack again. Is a sixteen and a seventeen. Those will both hit. Eleven for the bite. Okay. And ten for the claws. As you see this spider above your head, you raise up to your back legs and bite straight into its face, ripping out some of its eyes and then slashing at it ferociously, carving deep into its flesh as green oozy blood starts to pour from its face and you hear it in pain and it starts to shake but it stays where it is do you have any other actions no I do not that's it that's all I got okay The last spider hanging next to Leif and Droop goes down to bite Droop. With a 15 to hit, and that will hit. I'm going to use cutting words on the spider. Okay. Um, So basically... I get to roll a d8 and subtract that from the spider's attack roll. You able to just use that anywhere? It's a reaction, uh, right? As a reaction. Did you cue yeah. that? You don't have to. It's, it's, a, to. it's a reaction. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
It's like can't you only use reactions on your turn? No. No, you can use reactions you, whenever. You can only use reactions when it's not your turn. Okay, fair enough. Think, Go ahead. Think of it like an opportunity <laughs> attack. No, yeah. you're fine. All right. Uh, I will roll a d8. Okay. Seven. A five. So he got a ten to attack droop. Got a ten to attack droop. <laughs> what a miss. And as he goes what? down to bite, <laughs> droop being small, <laughs> ducks out of the way. And then being Droop's turn, he takes his staff and goes to whack at the spider that just tried to bite him. And he'll hit. Let's go, Droop. For four damage, he takes his stick his staff and whacks it straight in one of the eyes for four damage. And he kind of makes his, well, he has to stay where he is. Kind of just prepares himself for what comes next. Goderick, as you look around for the next part of your fight, you once again see three lights appear and hover in the air next to you. And they start to make their way towards you again. First one is a 22 to hit. Hits. And a 19 to hit. That hits. And a natural 20. Oh, that hurts. So oh, we're we're D4. Just it's just magic missile. Doesn't hurt that much. So, give me one second here while I roll these. Max damage would be 16, and I only have 26, so that would put me fairly low. The first one hits you for five damage, <laughs> bursting into your chest. 44 plus one. Oh, four, D4 plus yeah. one. The next one hits you <clears throat> for three damage, <clears throat> blowing into your other shoulder. And the last one hits you for ten damage right in the chest it's not has a plus one okay so attacking doesn't drop his invisibility it should mm. there might be a it might be a thing for the um, 
I don't remember if there's typically something for breaks, like it does it, it does tactic. break. You're right. So it does break. I just saw your homebrewing some awesome visibility. Same. No, I was not <laughs> homebrewing some awesome visibility. That was a good catch. I'm sorry. All right. I thought maybe he had a perk himself. I don't. And you I see him <laughs> maneuver. Uh, uh, you see him stay kind of right where he is in that space. Okay. You can maintain concentration through casting other spells. You just can't cast two concentration spells at a time. Correct. Okay. That's something different for fifth ed. Yeah, it says the spell ends for a target that attacks or casts a spell. So he is now visible. And go to uh, Vamir. It's your turn. Okay. Uh, Since he is visible, does he have... um... I don't suppose he has any metal on him, does he? He does not. As I can see. Damn. Um, I am going to cast... I'm going to cast... Um... Dissonant Whispers. Uh, the spider that is attacking... Um, Ashim. Okay. Um, so he needs to make a wisdom save. As okay. uh, Bamir uh, kind of whispers into the palm of his hand and then throws it out towards the spider. Uh, spider is not very wise. It so fails. He fails. Okay. Correct. Uh, and he will take ten damage and must immediately use his reaction to move as far away from me as its speed allows. Okay. So 10 damage. As Wait, does that mean that I get an opportunity attack on it? No. Because it's it's moving out of my melee range. It's forced movement. Yep. Does that matter? Yes. Yep. So as you see the spider start to shake, and then it is blown... clear across the room and it now as it flies through the air and writes itself <laughs> lands on the floor <sighs> unaware of what the hell just happened to it it's seriously pissed did not like that at all Any other actions, Bamir? 
No. Okay. Go to Rick. It's your turn. I am still restrained. Uh, I will move up to attack Neznar. Okay. Neznar, yeah, Neznar. Um, yeah. And that will be a... Oh, I'm going to kill this guy right now. Uh, nat 20. 26 is going to hurt. <laughs> well, so, actually, I think you would take an opportunity attack. Hold on. Hold on. But so, you don't have a... You don't have a melee weapon ready. I can punch it. So, so here's here's a here's a problem, in and I don't know how this works. So, you got a nat twenty, mm-hmm. but there, he has a potential reaction, right? Okay. Four. There's also the opportunity to attack with a spider next to. No, right? it's dead. No, it's dead. dead. I can't tell. Is it, I thought it was dead. It's dead. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, how did how would that work? What would he have a potential reaction for? Cast you, shield. Yeah, you can you can cast this reaction. Just cast he shield. Could, he could cast shield, but the twenty is an automatic hit, so it's not regardless. Right, but uh, he's, then he still has a shield. I I don't know. Like, is that? Shield gives him what a plus five. Yes. You can. Okay. So what's his AC cast, after that? Well, I'm. I'm just. I'm questioning. I'm asking. You can cast shield as a reaction, right? Correct. So he can spend his reaction to cast shield, and it'll stay up for the rest of the round until the end, or until the beginning of his next turn. Right. So even if he does take he, damage, the, from 20 the twenty will still hit him because it's a critical. But, the but will he'll still, still have the AC bonus. But okay. it just doesn't really... It doesn't make a lot of sense to cast it until it can prevent damage from an attack. 100%. Because he's not... You right. know. Yep. I got you. Okay. Go ahead. So he takes... Thank you for that. I was like, huh? Of course, I roll a one in there. Um, Ooh, that's a good question, too. Uh, so he takes... 23 damage on that one. Okay. And I'll use extra attack. And that'll be 19 to hit. That'll hit. And that is... D&D Beyond the Work. Only 14 damage. Okay. Did, As did you, you cast shield? No. Okay. No. Did not cast shield. As you swipe <laughs> twice with your axe, it cuts across his chest and across his stomach, causing him to recoil in pain. As he starts bleeding. But he's still standing. Ashim. Um, I'm going to use my action to break free. Okay. What was the DC? What's your roll? I rolled a, I rolled a 14. That'll break free. Okay. And I'm going to move into the corner behind Bumir. Okay. All right. 
the spider that got force pushed through the room is now going to move to attack you, Godorok. I will move you. And it gets a 22 to hit. That hits. All right. And then... Apologies, I have too many windows open. You will take nine damage from the bite, and you need to give me a save. Nah, he just went to sleep. Yeah, it doesn't matter if I'm down. <laughs> nope. You are you are sleeping, sir. Well, it could matter. This is the condition. It could matter, yeah. Give me oh, okay. a constitution well, uh, save. Con save is Darrell at disadvantage or anything? Nope. Just roll. No, uh, 20. You save the con save. So you are not... Uh, you are not poisoned or paralyzed. You are down. Do I have to wait till my turn to use real illness endurance? Actually, I'm going to hold on to it anyway, because whole turns will get killed again. Do you have to what? Uh, I have relentless endurance whenever I'm reduced to zero HP, but not killed. I can drop to one HP instead. Oh, it uh, was trying to kill you. You're uh, you, you're making death saves, brother. I'm making death saves. Asteria, the spider that you uh, so I'm just trying to count for my spiders. Yep, okay, there we go. The spider hanging over you. Yeah, I feel like I've somehow lost a spider. I don't know how that's possible. That's okay. The spider that's hanging over you. Now nah, they're just dead. Yeah, there's a lot of dead spiders. <laughs> Yeah, there's I, a spider over Godorek, there's a spider next to Hysteria, and there's a spider next to Troop. I know, but there's supposed to be an extra spider, I don't know why. So it's fine. <clears throat> Somehow there's there's a spider that, that I missed. I don't know how. Or I could no, just... I don't think that spider that was to the right of me was dead. I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. it is. I don't think I thought it, is. it bit and then you didn't There's, there's yeah, a lot of... Uh... That that's right. You asked if it was dead, and I thought it was. It's not. So it's still alive. That's the one. Well, okay. it's got the it's got the skull and crossbow on it, though. No, oh, yeah, I, I think we were seeing the one. Yeah, yeah. I think we were seeing the one from the bugbear that's Correct. over it. And then I was like on top of that as well, so we just thought it was dead. I was okay. just saying there was two two skull and crossbows there. He, so he I added that after. Yeah. I added that after they asked. Yeah. Oh. I added that after you asked. That's why I was confused. I, was was like, I still have more more thingies. Yep. Alright. So this this spider. crawls up the wall and then kind of back uh, onto the ceiling. And is kind well, of on the movement. ceiling now. Yep, it's its movement. 
and it's going to stay there. How much movement there. does it have? 30 feet. So it it can't even get up on the ceiling because you said the wall, it was 20 feet high ceiling. It's ceilings. on the wall, right? So it's on the wall. Yeah. Uh, I climb the wall. Leif. <laughs> That's not the one hanging over you, Siri. I'm sorry. That was that one. Oh, okay. So I would like to use my bonus action to transfer Hex over to the one over by Godorok, the spider. Okay. And then I would like to cast uh, Ice Knife and Twin It. And I have to cast it second level to Twin It as we agreed. Okay. Um, there we go. And I'll be attacking. The, the spiders in front of us are within five feet of each other, right? Yes. The two. Okay, cool. So I'll be shooting one ice knife at the one in front, and then I'll be shooting the other ice knife to the one over by Godrod. Okay. Just remember that Droop is adjacent to the one yep. that's near you. Correct. So he'd take damage. And or... I mean, if he takes damage, if he fails his deck save, he's a, yep. a goblin. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the the one the spider by Godorok has disadvantage on dexterity saves because from of hex. The hex. Okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's roll. Okay. Um, so the one in front of us is twenty three to hit. That'll hit. And then the one over by Godorok is a 16 to hit. That will hit. Okay, and then... The one by Godorok made uh -huh. his save with a 17. The one in front of you failed with a 7. Did you do the and one by Godorok with a disadvantage? Yes. It got a 20 and, the, and a 17. And the spider behind the one in front of us? Oh, Andrew. that's right. That has to that has to make the Andrew. as well. The one behind the spider in front of you got a twenty and a nineteen, and for Droop, he gets uh, an eleven plus. What's your dex, Droop? Plus three, so fourteen. Okay. Well, Droop fails. Oh shit. <laughs> um. Well, he's, and, uh, just, Droop doesn't have disadvantage, though, right? No. No, not disadvantage. So the only one who has disadvantage so, is no, one so by Droop, So Droop makes it. Sorry. Okay. I rolled with disadvantage, and I'm making a DM intervention. Droop makes it with a 22. Okay. So they take... Oh, God. Um, the ones that are taking the cold damage Yep. Um, from the explosion are taking... Oh. Which is just the one in front of you. Whichever one's failed it. Well, yeah, just the one in front of you failed it. Okay. Um, takes an 11. Okay. Would I get hit by that since he hit the... It doesn't no. matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nope. Okay. And then the spider by Godorok takes 9 damage from Ice Knife plus 
another five, so 14 damage for Necrotic as well. How does... Oh, because of the Hex. That one's Hexed. And then the, right. the one so the one in right front, in front of, of you me takes six. So the one in front of you takes a total of 17? It was 11 and six. Yeah, 17. And then the other one takes a total of 14. The other one takes a total of 14. Um, it does matter because... If Godorok takes damage, it's an automatic death save failure. Oh, that's right. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Godorok's dex save. Thanks. Godorok doesn't have a dex save. Because Godorok's so he down. Took damage, so he Godorok took damage. Down a death save. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he takes damage. That's right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so, yep. as you conjure these two icy knives in your hands and grip them, you fling one across the room that sticks into the rear abdomen of the spider, and it, ugh, as it sticks in, you can see frost start to overtake the backside of it, and then its body start to wither from necrotic damage. And as you throw the other one at the spider directly in front of you, it explodes with icy shards all around you, luckily missing you and Droop. But both spiders are still alive. Looking uh, horrible. And then... Leif would like to move. Okay. Um... Is the doppelganger sleeping? He's dead. Yeah, he's frozen. Sorry, I'll I'll add a little. He's done. He's a frozen statue right now. Oh, cool. And if I move, if I move out of range of the spider, I get an opportunity attack, right? You're not in range of of the spider. Okay, cool. Droop is. You are not. I would like to move. Basically, right next to Godorok. Okay. And. 10, 20. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely get to go next to Godorok. Okay. And Leif just looks at Nesnar. Might be a good time to surrender. And he just goes, No, boy. <laughs> no. So, Asteria. Spider above you once again goes to make a bite attack. And there's a 15 to hit. No. Noise. There's her tanky. <laughs> it goes to bite you again and misses. And that's its turn. Where's Get you, bear? Spider. Can we get a bear sound for those words? Uh, I don't know how to do bear. Ask night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Is it my turn? It is your turn. Okay. I'm gonna multi attack. Uh, Twenty one. And a 22. Those will both hit. Eight for the bite. And another eight for the claws. 
Well, you only need the bite. As you once again move out of the way of its bite, you then come back on the spider's arm with your claw or with your your sharp teeth, biting it, ripping its arm straight off of its body. And as you do so, the spider falls down on its face and begins to twitch as more green blood pours from this new hole that you've created with its missing leg and eventually stops twitching as it's dead. I'm going to take my movement towards Leif and Goderuk. Okay. How much movement do you have in bear form? 40. should just about do it mm-hmm. right there i'll be still a little bit away there but no you're right there about 10 feet away from me okay yep. and that is it for me okay you didn't have any attacks left right no she actually does you have, have one. attack left you yeah, can you attack that left. spider mm-hmm. roll to hit mm-hmm. i do yeah, the mm-hmm. claw attack. You have a oh, claw attack. Because right. you only oh. needed the bite to beat the first one. So we roll the... Uh, Fifteen. Okay. That'll hit. That's uh, fourteen damage with her claws. And as you see this spider down your friend, you come behind it and dig your claws in deep to its backside and tear into it as you pull it back towards you and hurl it into the corner where it bleeds out and dies. No polar stomping. Darn. (laughs) And she's just going to snarl at the drill. Ah. Mm. (laughs) It's not a snarl. (laughs) (laughs) Bears can roar. Come on. Yeah, they can roar. Straight up. I have people sleeping in my house. <laughs> Droop. <laughs> Droop is seeing that Leif has left him and that he has no one else around him except for a giant bleeding spider is going to take the disengage action and move back inside this room in the hallway. But the door was locked. It was. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Never mind. <laughs> He's going to try and get to the door, but the door won't open. <laughs> My bad. It's all right. And that's Droop's turn. As you, Top of the order. as you back to Neznar, he is once again going to conjure a spell in his hand, and as he waves it over his face, he disappears.
don't think you can do both. You can't take disengage and spell. He's he doesn't have to disengage anything. There's nothing in his range of hit. He just said, yeah, he just said stop. Yeah, he's. But he still makes sound if he moves. So yeah. Okay. And that's his turn. Bamir. Uh, so those two spiders are still there where Droop was. Correct. Okay. I'm going to uh, cast Shatter at this spot in between those two spiders. Let's go. Uh, and uh, so basically he, um, you know, um, creates a ball of sound by yelling into it, but nobody can hear anything. And he sends it in between the two spiders and it explodes in a cacophony of noise. How, how large is that? Make. How large is that AOE? It's a 10 foot. 10 foot. Radius. Okay. Gotcha. So it hits both of those. Yep. Um, they both have to make constitution saves. Okay. One is a 14, and the other is a 6. Okay, the 14 succeeds, so he only takes 7. The other takes 14. Okay. As you yell into this device and hurl your shatter across the room, and in the explosion of sound, rocks the one spider closest to you so badly that it ruptures its head and green blood splatters everywhere around it and its body falls limp on the floor it, it is dead turns around to Ashi and he's like is there, do you, is there a way you can take a second to get this shit off me <laughs> I know you're busy uh, Go to Rock, you need to give me a saving throw. Keep in mind, you're already down one. Oh, 15. Okay. You make it. That is one success and one failure. Mm -hmm. Ashim, it's your turn. Um. Okay. I would like to move to the doors. Okay. And then I want to shoot the webbing that is restraining Bamir. Okay. Roll the hit. Oh, miss! 18. That'll hit. <laughs> For nine damage. That's almost twice what you need, thank goodness. As you run over to the doors to right his block legs. anybody from leaving, you fire the arrow, going right between his legs and severing the web in multiple places as it skitters on the ground behind. The mirror sees the web fall away at your feet. Um, uh, and then, can I use my bonus action in between 
my attack and my extra attack? Yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna use my bonus action to move my hunter's mark to the remaining spider. Okay. And I'm going to attack it. Come on, big dice. I'll take my natural 20. Nice. Twenty-seven damage. And as you knock your arrow and pull back a little further, you feel the burn on the mark of Shevarash feel and feed into your bow. Your bow starts to glow almost unnaturally, a pale orange glow. And as you release the arrow, you see the energy that you felt flow into the arrow, igniting the tip of the arrowhead and hitting the spider straight in its center mass. And you see the spider's body begin to glow from the inside, almost like it's being cooked with your hatred. And it detaches from the wall and writhes in pain on its back until it stops moving. And it's dead. I'm glad you didn't shoot me with that arrow. Ashin spits, spits on the floor. Come out, you coward. And that's my turn. Okay. Leif. Um, so question for medicine checks. Um, if you do a medicine check on someone who's down, does that give them a save or just brings them to one? It stabilizes them. Yes. It brings <laughs> them to zero, but they don't have to make any more death saves. Correct. Got it. Um, as my bonus action, I would like to transfer Hex to Ashin. Do you need to see an opponent to be able to transfer hex? I mean, it probably says that. I can check. Does it me. say? Because if it doesn't, can you transfer it to somebody if you know their last known location? Let me just check. Uh, that you can see within range. Yeah. It's okay. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's why I didn't do what I did. Um, that, that doesn't really matter. Why's it got to be me? You didn't want to help. <laughs> <laughs> it's been hit the most. Um, Ashin sneezes at the hex. <laughs> but this advantage on Khan, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, and then would like to do a. Um, it's a good uh, thing uh, the spiders are dead. No, all the spiders are dead. Not the spider. And would like to do a medicine check on Gutterick. Stabilize him. Roll. And I get no modifiers for this. Great. I got a 10. That's That's all you need. That's all you need. Okay. (laughs) As you go down to look at Godorak, you see the different effects that are upon him, and you do your best to just 
kind of put pressure on certain wounds and maybe bandage up another one just to kind of stop bleeding in a couple different places. And you see that his breathing, which was so shallow you could almost not detect it before, starts to get a little stronger. And breathing becomes a bit more regular as you've stabilized him. Wait just seems relieved and then stands up and then draws Talon and a little bit of dark energy goes from his hand to the hilt and just kind of literally just in his head asks his patron do you know where he's at? <laughs> and just, just stands there. You don't get a response. I think so. Asteria. Um, Asteria is going to drop bear form and she's going to cast Cure Wounds on Gutterrook at first level. He gets... Okay. He gets 10. Nice! Blue back, baby. As your bear form begins to shimmer in an ethereal green light. You regain your shape and hurry down to Godorak and place your hands on him. And as you pour forth cure wounds, you can see that the work that Leif has done starts to become a bit better. And some of his wounds close and all of his bleeding has stopped. Any other actions? Uh, just a bunch of dead spiders in here. Okay. I don't think I can do anything else. Might no, be able to block good. the door or the hallway. Yeah, can you get to the hallway so we can't escape? I don't know what your movement is. I think, what do you got, 30? Uh, in regular form, yeah, I got 30. Yeah, I'll move to the doorway. Okay, so you use 10 there, so 10, 20, I would put you right about here. Droop is kind of hiding still in the hallway, and he... Flattened against the door. He, he <laughs> is, he's kind of backed himself a bit further down the steps on this side so that he has a bit more line of sight to see if there's anything coming up behind you and waits. I like the vision cast. This is, you're using roll 20, right? Like yep. That's his vision that we can see. That's neat. Yep. That's his vision. You can see. Okay. Bamir, it's your turn again. Uh, Bamir is going to uh, move up to cover the door or the exit. Okay. And uh, the where we came from, not where Ashin is. Yep. Um, and then uh, I'm going to uh, make a perception check to see if I can figure out where the spider is. Like okay. If he moved. Unless he didn't roll stealth, because if he didn't roll stealth and moved, we know where he is. Did roll stealth. Okay. 
I will make a perception check. I got a 15. One second. trying to look you do not detect him okay um let's see go to right come over here And look out for our secret exits. Everybody else. And that'll be it. Okay. I think I had to use an action to make the stealth check or the perception check. I don't remember. No, you can just make the check. You don't have to take me the direction. Okay. I mean, uh, no, because it's just a check. It's fine. Okay. I want to charge you your action on that. Um. Well, because that was that was what you were tr actively doing with your turn, though, was trying to find him, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. So we'll we'll call Wouldn't that, that be your like action. a search action. Yep. That would be a search action. Yeah. Yeah. All right, go. Uh, Goderick, you're up. Uh, I will move to Pamir. Yeah, I got 40 feet of movement, so I will move that way. Yep. And, I just don't want to uh, make sure he doesn't get through this door. He can't go through us, even if he's invisible. All right. And um, hmm. if there's anything else I can do... Uh... I ready a javelin throw for if he starts trying to cast another spell? Sure. That's what I will do. I will ready a javelin. So, question for your experienced spellcasters. Does a cantrip count as a spell? Yes. 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 Okay. They, yeah. just, they just are cast at will, and right. they don't require a slot. Okay. Fair enough. So it would drop his invisibility. Not necessarily. Well, oh, was... yeah, casting a spell. Yes, yeah, does. casting a spell. Well. Sorry. 
Okay. Ashin, your turn. Um, I am going to a ready an attack for when he, when I, when the spider presents himself. Okay. Um, Leif moves like five feet diagonally down left, kind of. Basically, so like basically twenty feet on all sides is covered for like the walls to his right and bottom. So you want to move? So you're like across. You're you're perpendicular uh, to ba basically hysteria. within twenty feet to the north wall, west wall, anywhere to the east, and then to the south. So as long like as the north here? and west wall are. Out. I'll see in a sec. Um, a little bit more north, because that's outside 20 feet from the north and north okay. wall. <clears throat> see what like I mean the, the north and west wall are within 20 feet. Okay. Um, Leif produces the scroll of fireball and kind of just like looks kind of near the corner of where Nesnar is. Look, we both know that we both can't survive this. Just surrender you hear no response not the other spell I had but that one um Leif just sides and casts ice knife into at the pillar um like right where that like cross section is to okay. the corner pillar. Okay. And, um, I mean, I don't know if it's going to hit anything. If not, there's still the AoE explosion. As you shout into the void, hoping to persuade Nesnar to reveal himself and to surrender, you materialize another ice knife in your hand and as you throw it at the pillar it sticks freezes a five foot section of the pillar and then explodes in shards of ice everywhere and they all fall to the ground nothing happens stereo um, I am going to move up, like, five feet. Okay. Move up where? Then, um, to the west. Like, move... Towards Leif. Okay, towards Leif. Okay. And then she is going to cast... Detect magic. Okay. Because it should pick up the spell. Okay. Um, it is it's a concentration up to ten minutes, and it is around me thirty feet. Okay. Put casting time on it. 
One action plus ten minutes. So that's you're just saying you detect any any magic within that range. Uh, you sense the presence of magic within thirty feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. Okay. So, as you cast this spell, you begin to have kind of a hair stick up on the back of your neck and you start to sense the aura of something more towards you know it's exact location is what you're saying within 30 feet yes okay she would see a like a visible aura around it right mm-hmm. And you sense the aura of the black spider. But only you can see that, correct? Uh, I believe yep. so, yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say that in the description, but... I'm You're detecting assume, like, magic. So. Yeah, I yep. can only assume it's just me. But she okay. can communicate where she sees it. Yep. Sure can. And she's got a point right to him right there. Does that count as a reveal? No. Well, you could you could attempt to shoot where she's pointing, but it would be with We know what square he's in, so you can attack it, but all your attack rolls have disadvantage and he has total concealment. Yeah, until it's broken. Is she pointing forward or towards the ground though? There's still more I would be pointing straight ahead of me. I'm not okay. going to point my hand it's, to the ground. It could be the pillar, or it could be basically anywhere between Mysteria and the corner. Yeah. Because I can't, I would cast another spell, but I can't. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll aim at him at disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> On my dice now. <laughs> so that would be a 20 24 to hit with this advantage I rolled a 16 and an 18 and I have a plus 8 dear god you'll hit something yeah <laughs> for 13 damage as you take aim where Asterius pointing you draw back your bow and loose an arrow and for an instant you hear it sink into something and you see a flash of the black spider and he becomes invisible again he has to make a concentration yeah, check a concentration check to did. maintain I did already Hence why I gave you the flare of the invisibility. <laughs> Go to Rick, you read it in Good thing I can well, see though. my arrow sticking out of him. It becomes invisible. It becomes part invisible of with them. Son of a biscuit! Well, I will, uh, yeah, I'll take my action. A disadvantage. That would be... Uh, 18. 
seriously? Yeah, uh, 12 <laughs> plus 6. Sweet God Almighty. All right, throw your javelin, <laughs> sir. Is that, a, is that a toss, or are you running in to hit him? Uh, I'm throwing a javelin. You're ready to javelin. Ready when I, uh, ready to javelin. Seven damage. So... I gotta think about how I wanna do this. Hold on. <coughs> okay. As you hurl this javelin straight into the same kind of space as you just saw him kind of revealed briefly. It catches your eye and immediately you throw your javelin in the same area. You stick a javelin right into his side and as he becomes revealed, he pulls it out and he's looking extremely poorly right now. Be a good time to capture him. I want his head. <laughs> Trying to take him alive. Whose turn is it? I don't need more. Sure. Whose actual turn is it? Not mine. Some dead She's last. <laughs> it was. Uh, she just went. I just went. Yeah. It was then, your turn. So well, it's actually Godoric's turn. It's oh, actually ready to action. It's actually oh. Nesnar's yeah, turn. Yeah, I had a ready to action as well, yeah. It's Bamiris. No, it's yeah. Nesnar's turn. Yeah, it's your turn. It's Nesnar's turn. It's Nesnar's turn. It's everyone's turn. Okay. <laughs> well, now we know the initiative order. Either he's first or last. He's been after Asteria <laughs> every time. But we don't know if that falls first or last. Sure. Doesn't matter Correct. anymore. I mean, I got a seven, so... <laughs> he could have gotten a five. <laughs> could have. Did you roll a two? Yes. Nowhere to go but dead. <laughs> As Bamir and Leif just said to capture him alive. I'm not happy with him right now. Kind of hurt. He did cross slash his chest. I wonder if he wouldn't leave willingly. I took that damage in bear form, right? Yeah. Yeah. He needs to utilize the temporary hit point thing more. You do. It's nice. We're at 29. Not 22. I see the wheels turning. The wheels are definitely turning. <laughs> As the green dragon He's rips like, open the cavern. What walls. do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Uh, As Nesnar, what would you do? What would you do in this situation? I mean, there's nowhere to go. 
We gave him the opportunity to leave peacefully. He turned us down, so... I mean, the way back okay with magical. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, that means he's the DM. That's not that magical. Resurrect that body. I mean, pretty magical. Certainly magical. Yeah, but that's not under Nesnar's control. Right. <laughs> if, if Nesnar, only we had Misty Step. Nesnar is going to, as he's standing there holding his side and his staff, look around at all of you with disgust and disdain. And he's going to look over at Ashin. And he's going to take his bloodied hand and reach out. And as you see him contort, he makes some type of a symbol. And darkness erupts on top of Ashin. And Nesnar runs into it. We still know where he is. Unless he rolled stealth. He he rolled through, he he ran through a door. And he's in darkness. I am blocking the door. You, that is a 10 foot square and you can only block one door. <laughs> I am smack dab in the middle of both doors, sir. You slender elf. And I'm five feet wide and he can't occupy my space without me knowing it. Mm. So I'm five feet of both doors. There's no way he's opening a door without me knowing. I hate being last. <laughs> murder, murder berry, too much honey went slow. Uh, not Re- murder berry right now, though. Awesome. Just remember, if he is moving stealthily, he has to move at half speed unless he's got a special ability. So, sure. Just that out there. Life cannot see in this darkness. Not your darkness. Well, I would have to be sorcery points to see in my darkness anyway. <laughs> and we don't have a paladin to cast light. Daylight. You still don't know where he is if he's in the darkness. Well, that is correct. I don't know where he's at, but as long as I'm blocking the door. Sure. Make it through the doors. Hmm. That's his turn. You still, you still know where he is. You just can't see him. There's a huge difference. Bamir, it's on you. Um, Would your fairy fire reveal him in magical darkness? Uh, it would make him glow, but you wouldn't be able to see it. A non-magical light cannot illuminate it. So no. Well, fairy fire yeah, would be fairy a fire fairy magical, magical light. light but oh, yeah. it's not it's around the object. The object is still in darkness, so you still wouldn't be able yeah. to see it. Yeah. yeah. The darkness spell kind of overrides it. So. 
I have an idea. It's okay. Um, I... I'm going to... So, like, did I hear him run? Well, he cast a spell, so his invisibility dropped. His invisibility dropped. Cast I just saw him run into the darkness. Which is a 15-foot area. Around the doors. Yep. Radius, a 15-foot radius around the doors. Okay. Um... I am going to uh, tell Asteria to come take my place and then run to the door next to Ashin. See where that's at? I guess you know where it's at. You would know. You already know where it's at, so. So you're, gonna, at least. so you're gonna run. <laughs> Whack. So Bruno, here it is. You're gonna you're gonna run into the darkness. Yep. Okay. You won't be able to see anything. How do we play that? Fill for the wall. Hey, you would just yep. run until um, he just bumps go into in, me. Go into the darkness, walking over to the other door. Okay. As you walk through the darkness, you feel around you for anything as you can't see. And as you kind of hear Ashin call to you, you make your way to the voice and are able to find what feels like a door behind you. Okay. And obviously I didn't run into the spider, so... You didn't. You haven't cast anything, right? Um, no. Do you have any spe- enough spell slots to bump me up a little bit? I, I'm at 12 HP. I do. If you need to save it, save it. I'm just. I've I've only got I've only got one left. So. Okay, save it. It's fine. We'll make this work. I apologize, sir, for what's about to happen. <laughs> I think life knows. Okay. Go to Ruck. Sure, we're trying to take this guy alive. Oh. I don't know. Beast it. Too risky for me to go in there swinging. Or throw anything in that direction. We, we need you to block that space. Yeah, I'm just gonna... I'm gonna hold tight right there, and uh, I guess ready another javelin in case he comes out. And that'll be that. Okay. Ashin, do your thing. Oh no. (laughs) Oh no, he says. 
I'm gonna look at uh, Bamir. Well, you can't see him. Look in can't. the general direction of where he's at, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna say, I am very sorry. I what? owe you a drink. What? And I'm gonna use my bonus action to cast Hail of Thorns. And I'm going to aim my bow at Bamir. What? I can't see anything, so. Bamir, I'm going to shoot you. Uh, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about this. <laughs> this is better than Lave casting Fireball in the Dark. Okay. <laughs> and. The next time you hit a creature with a ranged weapon attack before the spell ends, the spell creates a rain of thorns that sprouts from your ranged weapon or ammunition. Uh, Each creature within five feet must make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. The creature takes 1d10 piercing damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one. Okay. Well, you have disadvantage on the roll. I am aware. And if he's not within five feet, nothing happens. Luckily, I, I gave you a con disadvantage, not a dex disadvantage. So, also lucky on that. <sighs> so, so, that is an within... 18 to hit, Bamir. <laughs> um, I'm oh. going to use cutting words. <laughs> you know, does it, this have, is, to, you does know, it have to hit me to have the effect? It go does. Up? It does. Okay. But you can still cutting words. <laughs> But then it won't hit him, so we won't have the effect, and I just want to spell slot. You rolled 18 with disadvantage, so you rolled a 12? Yeah. Yeah, I rolled a 17 and an 11. <laughs> but Bamir definitely okay. might not want to get a hit. <sighs> I'll take it. Jesus. <laughs> uh, oh, I really this like is going to suck. The cutting words. So... How much damage do I take? Bamir, you take... Seven damage from the arrow, because I rolled a two. And ten damage if you failed the save from the Hail of Thorns. I got a 14. You made the save. So did I. So we both take five damage. So you said how much from the uh, first shot? Seven? Yeah, seven. 12 total. Ow. You shot me. You really shot me. I owe you a beer. You owe me an arrow. <laughs> I, sir, I will buy you the finest golden arrow. Can he shoot you with it? In your ass. <laughs> um... <laughs> I will let you shoot me in the ass with an arrow when I'm not wounded. What did you do that for? Ow! What the hell's on my shoulder? Oh, Nesnar. You will hear nothing. And Leif, it's your turn. Well, dark, the darkness is still up, which... Darkness holds for ten minutes. And it's not concentration-based at all. 
Nope. Uh, wait, hold on. Darkness is concentration based. No. Nope. Yes, it is. Innate yes, spellcasting. Oh, he has innate spellcasting, so he has innate darkness because he's a drow. That's right. Yep, my darkness has a uh, concentration. Okay. Um, we've obviously heard the sounds from the darkness. And this kind of uh, moves up next to Hysteria. Just... All innate spellcasting means is it doesn't require any components. Oh, so he does this concentration thing. There's nothing about this that says anything about concentration. But well, is he casting this is concentration. spell darkness oh. as an innate ability? Yes. Or no, it's an it's an innate spell cast. So if it's it casting says it's an evocation. Spell, Ten minutes. If it's casting. It's a concentration spell though. The, the spell seed, It's darkness. a concentration spell. Yeah. This is. Where do you see? Where do you see that? Does it say as in the spell darkness? Yeah, it is the spell darkness, and it says. Uh, Control. Innate, innate spell casting means that he doesn't require any material components to cast the spell sure but underneath the duration there's a little c block and that little black diamond with the c in it means concentration okay so if he takes damage he has to roll why can't they just make that easy to see for the love of god all right fair enough that's the black diamond yep C-dot. yep let's go okay dark still, still up though yep okay cool i just kind of walks next to Asteria. Should I just throw a fireball in there? I don't... What are we, what are we doing? I'd rather not die. <laughs> I will die if you throw that in You here. shot me and now he wants to <laughs> turn me in a fireball? I cast fireball. I mean, technically, no. save you after. I just gotta wait till my turn. Can you do a thing? I can. <laughs> okay. <I'm> last. <laughs> Uh, you're next to more, be... more of the yelling Leif, Leif, run in and try to grapple the guy <laughs> oh my god no I can't run I can't in and my darkness right. his darkness Leif just I thought you over. can just see in darkness like in magical darkness no that that's the devil sight for warlock which I don't have I have to use sorcery points on my darkness to see in my darkness okay I get it yes. okay anyway Leif just waves it off and goes and stands next to Godric. Um, Lock the door. While <laughs> while over there, he can cast message into that area, though. Yes. Can't see me. Well, it doesn't matter for message. It's not a sight thing. No, see. message is in sight. You just have to know the person or have seen the person before. Um, if you're familiar with the target and know it is beyond the barrier, if it's like around the corner or something. Um, <coughs> oh, it, it, it doesn't okay. fall straight line. Yeah. Who are you going to call? <laughs> I'll have to close their eyes. <laughs> close their eyes? Mm-hmm. Alright. I can only message one of them. I can and relay. You, you can always yell that too. 
but uh, wouldn't Neznar hear know. that? You could, couldn't you tell Bamir, and then Bamir could message me? Anyway, turn. That's not his turn. True. I'm expecting Bamir to just punch me in the face. Can't twin spell it? No, it's cantrip. Mm-mm. Oh. Well. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, or it's been in sorcery. Well, actually, um... He could one for a cantrip, yeah. Anyway, Leif is going to use a sorcery point to, to twin spell message and whisper to both of them. Close your eyes. Okay. What are you doing? I am using sorcery point, which you can do to twin can for a cantrip. Target Ashin and Vamir for them to just close their eyes. Okay. Yep. Cool. Okay. I'm blind anyway, but sure. <laughs> yep. I messed it back. Uh, got it. Closing my eyes now. I didn't move what back going to on? go to Rook 2. Uh, I don't know what's going on anymore. Okay, what are you Amir, doing? I'm Leif? sorry I shot you. If it's just listening to Austerium. Shut up, I'm I... trying to hear this guy. My turn now. Yeah, yeah that's, that's... Yep. You just told them to shut okay. their eyes. Yep. I, I literally that's used a, the that's sorcery a, that's point. That's an action. I moved, I moved next to Godorok and used the sorcery exactly. point to tell them to close their eyes. Okay, you used, you moved next to Godorok, so you are now blocking this doorway. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Asteria, it's your turn. Casting daylight on the darkness. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so how does that work, though? It gets rid of the darkness. Yeah, it dispels yeah. the darkness. A 60-foot radius sphere of light spreads out from a point you choose within range. The sphere is bright light and sheds dim light for an additional 60 feet. Okay. I don't like bright light. So, darkness is gone and bright light. <laughs> if any of the spell's area overlaps with an area of darkness created by a spell of third level or lower, the spell that created the darkness is dispelled. Yep. What if the darkness is an eight? What's what level is that at? It's still it's at first level. It's still, it's still a spell. Or whatever the. It's still a second level spell. So it's second level. Okay, got you. Yeah, he's okay. he's not casting anything over third level. I hope. Jesus. Fireball. <laughs> Fireball is third level. Okay. Exactly. You can't hide anymore, spider. So as you. That means I can see him now. Yes, it does. Asteria, you light up the room with a blinding damage. light the light does the light do damage or no no no, no. Yeah. no but the drow has some sunlight sensitivities so i'm not sure what does it doesn't affect it yeah okay i'm yeah. not sure if daylight does wait sunlight yeah but daylight is not sunlight no i said daylight yep i said but yeah, he's, he's sensitive no, no i wasn't sunlight. sure if daylight affects he has a sunlight, sunlight sensitivity Anyway, you don't know that, so shh. No metagaming. <laughs> For the love of God. They actually you, they said that. Is you cast... Ashin just knows that because he knows about Drow. Drow. But Ashin didn't say it. Shh. Fair. As the room illuminates, it dispels the darkness around, and Neznar appears. 
Yeah, I'd like to throw that javelin now. Okay. Non-lethally. <laughs> I don't want to kill him. Then you already told me that? not to kill him. No. He readied an action to throw a javelin. I readied another action. Oh, you readied another action. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Uh, and that will be... 17 to hit. That will hit. And... Nine non-lethal damage. Aiming for his foot <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> as, as you, Throw the blunt end. You can't yeah, technically yeah. do that. If so By the yeah. rules as written says you can only do that with a melee attack. Yeah, you can only do that with a melee attack. If you throw that javelin, okay, so it hits throw. him, he's dead. <laughs> what do you want to do? Good thing we have cure wounds. He'll be dead. He doesn't get saving throws. He doesn't get saving yeah. throws. Uh, can we revive him? No. Because no. would anybody re- have revived? <laughs> okay, so we we uh, have a scroll, but we haven't identified it yet. And it's yes, still we pink. have. We have identified it, but you we did don't roll a hit already. I'm giving you this one time, just Godric. Are you throwing the javelin or not? I'm throwing the javelin. All right, then you hit him. As you see the room illuminated, the darkness dispelled, pushed back almost into the wall like it dissolved into the wall itself, you see Neznar standing there behind Ashin. And as you throw this javelin as quickly as he becomes avail- or, uh, visible, he throws up a magic shield. Your javelin pierces straight through the shield and impales him through his chest onto the wall behind him. And he (coughs) coughs up blood, slumps over, drops his staff, and you hear it clank on the floor. And he just hangs there. Lifeless. At that point, Ashin and Bamir, you can hear footsteps approaching from behind the doors that you are currently blocking. And I... Um, are we still in combat time? Yep. Well, then, whose turn is it? It is your turn. Um, I am going to use my item interaction to crack open the door. Okay. Vamir, as you crack open the door, you see bugbears rounding the corner of a hallway. Uh, bugbears. 
How many? Close it. Um, a, a, I can't see, but a bunch of them. Oh, I'm sorry. Close it. Hold on, let me look at the... Let me see what you can see. <laughs> sorry. These are two separate screens. Give me one second. Hmm. There, you guys should be able to see now. I can I can only see a couple. Um, barricade the door. <clears throat> I will use my. Can can you move it down a little bit? Sorry, or that's it. it that's so really can... all it is. Mm. This is a hallway. Well, that's the end of the hallway. That's all you okay. can see. Well, like, I, I'm I'm trying to see how far away they are from the end of the hallway, so I can see if I want to. They are like because I'm gonna cast shatter. It's a ten. It's a ten foot square. That's the hallway. There's five. There's ten feet in front of the door that they are not occupying, and then there is ten feet of the square that they are in. You can see the back of the wall. That's it. Okay. Twenty um, foot hallway. So, so the does the hall like does the hall go? It's a T. So you can see okay. and you can see a T. And can I see which way the bugbears are coming? Yeah, they're rounding the corner. If from your vision it would be from your left, from the left side of the hallway. Okay, I'm going to cast shatter on basically on top of that bugbear on the left, that's closest to me. I guess. Okay. I have to pull up and see what you can see. Okay. Yep. I got you. They're <clears throat> rounding the corner. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, Anybody within 10 feet of that has to make a constitution save. Okay. DC 14. Uh, one second. Okay. Is it Constitution? Yeah. Okay. Basically, they're trying to, you know, I, I make that ball of sound uh, explode right in, basically right in front of that um, bugbear. And they're basically trying to withstand the force of the sound that's coming from that point. Okay. So. Okay. Any of them that uh, failed their save take 14 damage, and okay. those that succeed take 7. As you peek through this hole, and you see the bugbear around in the corner, and you use your shatter to blast sound you can see, all of the bugbears in your vision are blasted back and feel the full force of this 
of the spell. They're still alive. But they are all bleeding from the ears, from the nose, from the eyes, and looking a little worn. I say, your master is dead. Lay down your arms and you may live. One of them calls back to you. What do you mean? The master's dead. The spider has been killed. He kind of looks around him for a moment. Only death awaits you here. And with that, you see all the bugbears in your vision recede and retreat. And we are now out of combat. Okay, I want to go and check the spider uh, and make sure he's actually dead, dead. Okay. And I will attempt to stabilize him if I can. As you approach Neznar, hanging by his center upper mass, javelined to a wall, you reach in and see if you can detect any type of a pulse or breath, and his body is lifeless. Okay. Well, that's unfortunate. He deserved more than death to pay for his crime. Leif puts out a sign and it looks at the doppelganger still frozen in place, I assume, right? Yep. Uh, he very gently touches their face and then cast Eldritch Blast on the center of the uh, the statue or the present break it. <laughs> As you do, yeah. you see a purple light materialize and then blast completely away the frozen statue that formerly was the doppelganger. And as you do, you hear Droop yell from down the hall, Hey! What was that? And he walks up the stairs and he's completely covered in doppelganger guts that have been unfrozen <laughs> by your blast. God! Oh. Ugh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so gross. <laughs> this is worse than perp. Sorry, <laughs> Drew. Um. <laughs> Ash. Ashin takes his last healing potion and offers it to Vamir for the arrow incident. Vamir swipes it and gives him an angry look. Leif, Downs it. Leif goes over and tosses Ashin his uh, healing potion. And this is for the Hex. 
Uh, and then Ashin's gonna walk over uh, to the dead body of the black spider and I'm gonna put my bow away and pull out my long sword which I haven't used in forever wait do I have it on me? I do have it on me and I'm gonna make an attempt to cleave off his head I have an axe for that wait what? what is with you guys heads? what are you doing? Christ. are you trying to cleave off the the spider's head? Um, no, Nesnar. I'm going to stop you for a minute. I'll say, hold on. Ashin, give me a... I, I stopped him. Give me a constitution save. Four. Mm-hmm. Four. Ouch. Pamir... Uh, give me a strength contest between you and Ashin. Oh, oh, do I need to, do yeah, I need so to roll, roll strength. This? Yep. Strength v. Strength. I got a 15. 17. I'm rolling cutting words. <laughs> You're not there rolling you cutting words. This is oh, an ability oh, check. Strength ability v, check it's a strength v. Strength. It's an ability check. We're not in combat. It's strength if he's strength. It doesn't... It's not a combat cutting thing. Wor- cutting words is outside combat, too. Yeah. It, I'm the DM. Just I'm telling you, you cannot it. use DM it. DM rules. DM does rule. Cannot use it right now. It's just pure strength. Ashin, as you say this out loud, you feel the mark of Shevrash once again burn deep into your flesh you feel the burn up into your arm and ignite the core of your being and you're unable to resist as you go to reach over and grab the hair on the drow's head you feel Bamir tug at your shoulder and try to pull you back as you basically shove off his arm and take your sword and slice Shevarash's head clean off you stand there holding it, looking back at Bamir, and I want you to give me another constitution save, Ashin. That's another four. I need you to make an attack roll against Bamir. It's a 17 again. Can I use cutting words now? Nope. Are we? Oh, and I take damage. It's okay. Are we, like in combat. This is not in combat. I would like to cast Thorn Whip to restrain Ashin. If I see him going to attack Lemire. Thorn Whip isn't a reaction, yeah. though. No, it's uh, a cantrip. Ooh. Cutting okay. words is a reaction. <laughs> this is not a combat. In in. Mm. He's attacking let, me. We're in let combat. It happen. <laughs> Stop. Let it happen. I can cast Featherfall. <laughs> As Ashin goes... Uh, uh, Steri, give me an attack roll, then. Give me an attack roll. Hey, he's got to do damage. She's attempting to restrain me. Yeah, that's all she's doing. She's just attempting to restrain him. Attack roll. I'm roll, hold on. Roll the hit. 
Uh, math, okay. 21. Yeah, that hits. Ashin, as you turn and go to punch Bamir in the face with the hilt of your sword, Thorn the whip without the thorns grabs your hand and stops you mere centimeters from Bamir's nose. And you look over at Asteria and you feel the mark of Shevrash burn hotter. And as you can't contain the rage, you bring both of your hands to your sides and scream out to the gods in anguish. And the feeling leaves you. You fall to your feet. And you're drained momentarily. I don't want to explain to me what the hell just happened. That's what I'd like to know. Do you like to explain, Ashin? I have no words. You better find some. Be another one of those doppelgangers, and he's going to point his axe toward him. Bamir, give me a, um, give me an insight check. I got a five. <laughs> I'm too pissed off. Yep. Um, what's wrong with you? You just tried to attack me. Thank you, Hysteria. What the hell, man? I was going to see if we could find some stuff on this guy, but now there's blood all over it. Ashin, as you look down at your hands and the head of Neznar, you see next to you, back between you and the body, that a key on a chain had fallen when you severed his head from his neck. I'll, I'll pick up the key and I'm just I can't really make eye contact with Bamir. I'm very ashamed right now. Um, but I'm going to turn my arm over and underneath the bracers, um, I'm just going to peel back some of like the buckling so that he can see the mark that's like embedded in my wrist. It still has a faint glow. The hell is that? You're half elf, right? Yeah. Make a history check. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Make a history check. Absolutely. 
got a 17. Bamir, you recognize that as the mark of Shevrash. The elvish are, god of vengeance. You are quite familiar with how Shevrash uh, was in a constant fight against the drow, specifically for his life and until his death, and waged war against Loth. And ultimately, I know, to drive them back to the Underdark. Do I know anything about what this particular mark does? No. You just recognize the mark itself. Uh, is there a role I can make to try and figure that out? Not currently. Okay. Um, when we were beneath the um, mansion in Phandalin. I picked up a coin out of the Nothic's treasure chest. And it immediately was absorbed into me. And ever since then, I've been having visions and a persuasive presence of Shevrash in me. Almost like I'm being guided. I am truly sorry that I attempted to strike you. I was hot with Shevaras's rage. And he's going to apologize again in Elvish. Amir, <clears throat> as you look at Ashim closer, you can see when he says he's hot, you can literally see him pouring with sweat. His clothes are physically, physically soaked at this point. This a uh, path you've chosen for yourself? I can't say yes or no because to say no is to turn my back on the history of my people and the struggles that we've gone through but to say yes is to let go of my own will over my life and I well, I don't want to be anybody's. Slave. But my people, my village. We are due our vengeance. If you say 
No. Then this doesn't mean that you can't find closure. But if you say yes, then it means I can't trust you. Because next time something like this happens, there could be a knife at my back. Or Asteria could not be here to stop you. Or maybe not be able to. If you want help, it's here. We've been journeying for some time together. I think... And if there's something that can be done to bring closure to what happened with your village, then by all means, let's find it. But going down this road look, means that you're losing control of yourself. And if you don't have control of yourself, there's no... It's, it's very difficult to, to work together. I understand. I don't... In, in the interest of our, of our party, Um, I would like to find a way to maybe remove it if we can or at least find a way to control um the rage that I'm feeling and it's not all the time either uh, it's that's good when when I get very emotionally excited it tends to come out a bit well if what I, you what I really, like to I want to find, find a, a way of Shevaresh first, if we can. If we can find a way to control this power, then that's great. And I will do whatever I can to help. You've been a good friend in the time that we've known each other. Admittedly, it hasn't been very long. But I'm not the kind of man that's going to leave something like this alone. I understand, Vermeer. Oh, uh, Ashin, uh, I'm gonna. I hold out the bloody key. This fell off his neck. Vermeer's gonna grab it 
from Maybe. the cleanest part of the lanyard. Which... Do you want me to? Do you just want me to carry it? I'll I'll, I'll carry it. Lace cast mage hand, and the hand kind of comes over and opens the palm up to put the keys in. No. And I'm sorry okay. I bloodied his corpse, so I'll I'll go ahead and thumb over it for you. Uh, go Goderick, will you just hold this head for a minute? And Ashid's gonna like roll it across the floor <laughs> at Goderick, and then I'll grab it. Go the to, hair. to searching uh, Neznar's body. Oh, and who wants the staff? Does anybody want this? Ashin like points at it. Let's figure out what it is first. I'll carry it for now. The key that you take appears to be an iron key with the head shaped like an anvil. You want to try that on that door we found back Bad. there? The plan. Leifa with Mei Chan takes it over to the, uh, the door to unlock it. Do I find anything else on uh, Nesnar's you, body? You do not find anything else on Nesnar's body. But now that you are no longer in combat, you take a look more so around the room. And you can see where Nesnar had first stood. There seemed to be a table with various items on top and around that you go to investigate. Alright. Peering over the table, you see that it's strewn with notes and different maps that are showing Neznar's efforts at exploring the mine so far. Amid the moving or shuffling around of papers, you see that a few were covering a leather sack. <coughs> All right. Uh, let's Take a look. The sack contains basically all of the not nailed down pieces of, of loot or treasure that Neznar has been able to find thus far in his expeditions of the mine. It consists of various coins, some gemstones, and a dwarven-made ale mug that you would assume would be made of, of some type of more refined metal. Okay. As you stand at this table, you now take more attention to a statue that is the focal point of this temple. Someone want to give me a history check? Yeah, it's not my forte. Nine. 25. Okay. Got a okay. 20. Nice. Okay. Asteria, 
despite being from the Fae, you still have a bit of knowledge of the different gods of some of the other races that you've come in contact over the years, especially being kind of more of a devout servant to a goddess yourself. And you very quickly surmise that the statue depicts Dumathoin, the dwarven god of mining. The statue is masterfully carved. It has, uh, you know, wonderful depictions of, of kind of a pickaxe and uh, a shovel kind of crossed across his chest. There's very ornate looking armor of dwarven make that, that has been carved out of this stone, almost so real that you feel like you could pluck it off its body. And as you raise your eyes a bit higher to see the crown of his head, you see that the eyes are made of emeralds the size of your fist. Uh, those look expensive. Yeah, they're also in the statue. In the statue. That we should leave them there. Yes, you should leave them there. She will go to explain why, who the god is, is obviously very important to the dwarves that were here trying to find stuff in this cave. So we should leave it be. Fair enough. That means this place was probably originally a shrine mm-hmm. to wall in. Is it? Um, Dumathoin. Let's go check that room out. Is there, uh, does it look like this, like this shrine or whatever has been like defaced or something with purpose? Not at all. Or like, yeah, did, did Neznar like try to ruin the shrine or not at all? Aside from webs that you see up in corners that you quickly surmise are the efforts of spiders hiding themselves and making themselves comfortable within the room guarding Nesnar, no, there are no no defacements, no uh, uh, trying to carve out any of the etchings or erase any of the history of the room. It was literally just a room that he was using as kind of a base within the cave itself. Ashin's gonna, um, I'm gonna get up and kind of walk after Leaf, Leif to make it to the door to that other room. Because my interest is peaked. Okay. Yeah, I'm head over there too. I as well. I'm gonna reach out for the head again. Ashin, you scoop up the head on your way to the door as you all kind of make your way to the door and are standing around you turn the key and open the door and as you do a fireball consumes you all TPK I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) as you open the door I'm definitely dying at that point as you open the door you see that this uh, this seems to be a master miners quarters there's a table it's old and dusty there's 
a brazier set alight, illuminating the entire room, and on a bed far back at the end of the room, you see a dwarf, unconscious, or asleep. Leif, uh, goes over. Oh, God. Uh, Leif goes over to the dwarf and, uh, puts his hand on his shoulder and gently kind of shakes it, and then it dwarvish says, Andro, time to wake up. As you do, this dwarf, <gasps> please don't take me, please don't take me, please don't take me. Huh. <gasps> Who the bloody hell are you? He like, continues to speak in uh, Dwarvish. I'm his life. Your brother Gundren hired myself and the party behind me. And we saved you. And Lesnar, the spider, is dead. Ashin holds up the head. Yes. He kind of sits half up in bed and looks over. <gasps> um. Oh, oh, right then. Uh. Can we get the hell out of it here? Yeah, we can. Could, can I tend to my wounds for a moment? I gave you a healing potion. Cool, I'm going to drink it. What is that, 2d4 plus 2? Did the, did the spider stay in this room too? No, I, they, they locked me in here. Um... I, I've been here a long while. They were trying to see what I knew about the cave, and after they gave me maps and kind of the knowledge that I had, which isn't much. I mean, it's mm. cave hasn't been explored in centuries, but here we are. Well, we you, you can tell us anything else when we reunite with you with country. You see, you see What? What about? What about Thardin? At at this point, Leif kind of looks down and says, "Dwarvish, I'm really sorry." I didn't think he was going to make it with. We can't hear you. I didn't think he was going to make it with the the Ogus. We'll pour one out for him when we can. Let's get back to Gundren. At least I still have one of me brothers. And he's you gonna can pour one out right now if you like. I should pulls up the bottle of the good stuff. He kind of shuffles his feet off the bed and kind of stands himself up and pulls his clothes, which are just basic kind of a, a garments at this point, some some basic trousers and a and a shirt. Gonna dust himself off, walks straight over to you. Thank you kindly. Grabs it, takes two big glug glugs. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) His nose starts running. He's just getting tears in his eyes. Yes. Yep, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Um, Vanir's just gonna do a 
quick investigation around the room to see if he can find any more of the spider's belongings. You look around this, and, and again, aside from, you know, uh, Nundro, there's really nothing in here save just the, you know, old desk in the brazier. Just looking for anything about his operations or whatever, because... Everything that you collected back on the table in the main room at the base of the shrine is what you had, and, and really all of it was around maps within the cave and of the Wave Echo Cave. He had seemingly uh, mapped a significant portion of the cave. Okay. Life looks at the mirror. I uh, just had a thought. Real quick. Did, did the spider control all the zombies and stuff we fought? I wouldn't think so. Okay. Well, we have a thing that lights on fire in the main hall, and I just remembered it. And I'm hurting. Same. A lot. I, I assume can, can we lock this to... door and take a rest? <laughs> you do have the key. Can't hear you. I said you do have the key. Uh, we should probably get back to Gundren as soon as we can, though. Short rest. At, at worst case, we can sneak by. There, there was two entrances to that hall that our Godorok tossed into. Aye. So we can take the other entrance, but we should probably get back to Gundren right now. So maybe a short rest then. That's an hour. I, I think we should just go. Yeah. Okay. I drank the healing potion and rolled two ones, so I, I gained four HP. I'm at 10. He's at 11. You know, huge damage dealers kind of hurt. <laughs> Listen, I only got uh, four slots left. Can we can we lock the door and take a long rest? No, no, we should. I, get the I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be comfortable with a long rest in here. But we'll get to Gundren and then we can take a rest after that. I mean, it's just one skull. We brought it. You brought it down in one hit last time. That can cast fireball. That doesn't have exactly. to see us. Exactly. And in case if... Bamir can take care of it with silence. We can cross that bridge when we get to it, but I agree with okay. Life. We need to get back. Let's. let's As you have been let's talking. Let's make like trees and leaf. Which way are you going to go? Um. We uh, can. Uh, back the way we came. We know there's bugbears going the other way. Leif would actually like to lead this because of his dark vision of 120 feet. Okay. Which way would uh, you like to go? Let, let's go back the way we came and then cross that river, um, the one to the south. And uh, I think there was an entrance that went back into the forge area. At least it looks like where it went. So you want to do what now? Uh, go out to the east and then south across the river okay a little so, stream all right i will shape water to freeze over it okay probably more uh, difficult uh, than the ice <laughs> uh, <laughs> love it hold on 
struggling there. Um, when we get to that area, Ashin just looks at, like, he takes a look at Neznar's head and throws it into the pit. As you throw the head, it rolls down the side, across the base, and deluges into the water. It begins to float downstream. Better it is. Life looks across the uh, the ravine to the little chasm to the little opening uh, in the wall. I think that looks like the same kind of thing as the canal. Looks like the same type of stone. Okay, so you are. Can you use shape water to make steps out of the ice? Um. Not really. I mean, you're trying to come this of. way, is what you're saying? I'm, I'm sorry, you, you cut out. I said, are you trying to go across the river this way? Uh, to the east. To the east. So yeah, down, yeah, down into the cap. Yeah, down into the cavern and then back up. So we'd have to climb. That's fine. As you make your way across this first part of the stream and assess your decisions. You hear the sound of footsteps once again. There are a lot of them this time. And from around the corner to your right, you hear a familiar voice. Hurry up, lads! We've got to save me brother! I don't know if they're in there still, but I am tired of fucking waiting! You see torches illuminate hallways, and you hear more and more footsteps. And then you see a Gundren round the corner with what appears to be at least ten of the guards at Fandolin. Oh. oh. Thank heavens. <laughs> Nundro sees Gundren right away and with his little dwarf speed sprints over and embraces him heartily. Gundren, you ballsy son of a bitch. You, you came in here looking for me after... After we got, almost got cut down by ogres, and I was abducted by a spider. Fucking love you, brother. Gives him a big old kiss on the cheek, and a hearty pat on the back. Hey, look who it is. Grew his spine for once. Gundren just looks at him. You cheeky mother. Listen, if we didn't share the same mother, you'd be in trouble. Come on, let's get back. He basically motions for you to go back the way. Clear the way for us. Which way is he wanting next to go? To the east. Wait, to the west. 
Yeah, let's just go yeah. the way we... Let's follow them. Yeah. Gundren is able to safely lead you to the mouth of the Wave Echo Cave. Where your cart is. He had apparently, after seeing the death of his brother, detached the horse, rode all the way back to Fandolin at breakneck pace to bring aid. Wow. Okay. Well, thanks for bringing all these people. Uh, I guess we, uh, did you run into any bugbears? Oh, aye. It's five of them. Cut them down, though. Seemed a bit spooked. Yeah. We ran him off. Well, I did. That would explain it. Didn't quite understand why they were bleeding from their ears. Bamir yelled at them. Really, really loudly. Please don't yell at me. Cutter, right, so I got should the good we get stuff. the hell out of here? Yes, let's leave, but I got the good stuff. You want some? Hi. Oh, yeah, I think we could all use a little bit of rest. I'm taking a nap on the cart on the way back. There's a dead body in there? That's fine. As you assemble, okay. the knights bring you all fresh horses. Oh. and accompany you back to Fandolin where we will pick up next time GG crew oh. you did it you did it uh, what's going on uh, Diana Trixie Drow man that got heavy <laughs> I didn't want to kill him but I had to <laughs>